0: Hey there, this is Coach Chris Wilson. Welcome to the Strong by Design podcast. So great to have you listening today. And we have a very special guest, first-time guest here at the compound, and I've just gotten to know him and enjoy his company. And this is somebody that um, can talk uh, at great length about... Things that I am uh, curious about and dealing with in my life as a man over forty years old. So, welcome, Mr. Gary Walker. Thank you,
1: Chris. I'm happy to be here.
0: Happy, just so happy to have you uh, here visiting today. And, and we've uh, had a lot of fun already uh, making some YouTube videos out in the compound, and we got a great workout in together. Oh, definitely. Got a quick lunch. You know, it's been it's been a really uh, fun day. I think for all of us. Um, and so, but first, what I want to do is I want to. To get to know a little bit more of who you are, some of the, some of the some of your history. Oh yeah, uh, as a guy who's you know forty five years old. With a lot of muscle, very fit, very lean. Like, I, I want to know some of the journey. What oh, the what, you. what your path looks like, okay, right? Like, yeah. So go back a couple decades, if you wouldn't mind, okay. and just uh, kind of share with the listeners and, and for me uh, okay.
1: a little bit about you. Okay, I will start all the way back to 1987. How's that? <laughs> when I first good. got interested. Okay. <laughs> Bada
0: boom. I was 11. Uh-huh. Years. I was 11.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's when it all happened for me. You know, I was a, a shy kid, quiet kid. And uh, one of the most popular kids in school was a muscular high school guy, you know? Go figure. Yeah. So, I'm like, man, that looks pretty cool, you know, getting all this attention and everything. And I was a little skinny kid. So, I wanted to figure out how I can look like him. So, I just started studying, you know, football training. That wasn't working, you know, all the... Ways you train and stuff is completely opposite compared to what you need to do if you want to just get big, right. unless you're a genetic freak, which he obviously was at the time. Right. You know. Right. But I didn't know that back then, right. so I just started learning and started uh, trying everything in the world to get bigger. You know, and it took a few years. I mean, it, I probably my junior year is the first compliment I got. Somebody noticed. And uh, so I was pretty excited. You look look different. Oh, yeah. yeah, Bigger. You look. Exactly. But you know, that first compliment is what set my mind at a completely different area, you know, because I was insecure, you know, your skinny kid, quiet kid. And yeah, but it just gave me tremendous confidence and big smile on my face. I was happy. I was more confident. So I just kind of, you know, evolved from there and it just made me want to learn more and do more. And that's what I did. As soon as I graduated, I went into training. I uh, went to Tech Tech University, studied exercise sports sciences, and I was doing both of those you know, simultaneously, so that was really cool. Living my dream life, I thought, at the time, you know, training people, learning about training. So right, right. It, it was a pretty neat deal for me. Oh, that's
0: great. Yeah. Now, were you, did you do any sport in college, or was it just purely fo- academic-focused? Oh, academic, yeah. yeah. I,
1: I didn't really... Um, I loved... Like a lot of individual sports. Team sports were cool, but like I said, when I was younger, I was so shy and I just kind of kept to myself. Yeah. Um, so it just it was one of those things that I loved individual stuff. Yeah. I ran sprints. Uh-huh. You know, hundred meter guy. So you don't focus on anybody else. It's all about you. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're not relying on people, but That was the thing that I enjoyed about doing that. And
0: probably getting making some great gains like physically during those college years. Oh, yeah. Having the the access to to the 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 university fitness center or, you know, gym and and track or whatever you were doing there. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. It made a big difference, you know? Those are the and then muscle maturity. Yeah. I was a younger graduate. Right. So I was one of the young guys graduating. And um, so you get a year or two out of college, that muscle maturity kicks in, you know, and it just You almost grow overnight at times, you know, so it was a really neat thing for me, but
0: and you might that you must that must have been right around did you meet your wife like coming out of
1: college or at college? Or? I was still in, yeah. We've been together twenty three years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You guys have three grown kids. We do, exactly. Yeah, twenty, eighteen, and sixteen. Wow, man. Yeah. That's so, fantastic. Yeah. So that's why when people give me excuses, I don't like to hear the excuses because right. I was still able to do it, you know, working a full time job, training on the side, raising three kids. I was also a competitive bodybuilder for a few years.
0: Yes. You yeah. you had mentioned that earlier. And so what what did that look like um what what were what was what was it that kind of got you up on stage was it somebody that you grew you know grew grew to to, to know and, and were like yeah I want to do that or was it just something that you had on to on, be honest
1: I did not care for bodybuilding at all. Yeah I had a buddy come to me and I was training I was training people and he decided to do a show. And I'm like you know what I will prepare you for the show but I'm not gonna do something that I've never done myself. So I was preparing him for the show, you know, to do it. And then I got so close to it, I might as well step on stage. And then it was that first time, you know, and that's what it was. It was basically learning, a learning process for me. Yeah. He wanted help and I was willing to do it, but it was something, to, you know, totally different from what I had been doing with my other clients. Right. You know, that's very extreme. That's why I don't recommend it. It's not very healthy. It's not a healthy sport at all. Yeah. You know, but it brought a competitive side out when i did it so sure. i ended up doing 7 shows
0: oh wow yeah so. over like what like a couple year period it or? was about 3 years i yeah. did
1: yeah 7 shows in 3 years wow and uh yeah it, i learned a lot though i'll tell you you learn a lot about your body what it can and can't do but then you also learn limits are usually you know we place different limits on our minds once you break those limits and go above and beyond, we're capable of so much more than we realize.
0: Yeah, no you know? doubt. We don't oh, give yeah. we don't give ourselves uh, enough a, credit. Enough, enough credit. Not at all. Yeah, yeah. Because it takes obviously amazing discipline uh, when you are really got the blinders on. Oh yeah to you know eat a certain way sleep a certain way train a certain way right and it it, it is in, in a lot of ways a fairly selfish
1: oh yeah sport very,
0: right very. A, com- a competitive bodybuilder um, i mean at least the, the guys that i've grown to know over the years oh, like they have to miss events they have to miss certain things that you, they just can't be part of because right. it kind of takes them off their their path
1: exactly yeah, yeah so. you carrying food everywhere you go oh my um, gosh and man. you're not a happy person i'm no. the most happy person you'll yeah yeah you know
0: you're, you're oh yeah i'm telling you I, I heard you. you when you walked in the oh store. i'm <laughs> telling you man i'm a happy
1: person but when you're getting a few weeks into that diet i mean you become miserable you're not happy you know something's got to be wrong yeah if it can take a happy personality and turn them that way mm. you know i'll be honest i i did three shows and because i was still con- i wanted to learn i wanted to learn more i wanted to do better And that was my goal. But then we had three little kids and I was broke, you know, I mean, still doing all of these things. You're not making a lot of money, you know, training people. Right. So I got hit up to be sponsored. Okay. I've got a sponsor. So how can I use this to turn it into vacations for my family? That's what I did. So the other four shows, I picked places I wanted to go to and I would compete there. My sponsor paid for our vacations. Oh, how nice. Yeah, so that's how I ended that's up doing using, seven. That's
0: using the old... Oh, yeah, noggin, yeah, that's yeah. what I did, you mm, know, because
1: yeah. we had young kids, you know, and it, it was really cool. We got to do some other things and I got to take them places and I remember being like, you know, daddy's going to be probably miserable <laughs> the first few days, <laughs> but we'll be there for a few more days and I'll start eating and feeling better but, and that's what would always happen, Yeah, you, you know. When, da- when you see daddy <laughs> eat. Like
0: a, a bagel. <laughs> oh yeah, you know things are gonna start getting better, exactly. you know, or whatever. You know, whatever your exactly. your 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 cheat food. What was the what was that first meal like? What did that look like after following a show where you could just let yourself, you know, just take off take off all the all the, <laughs> the shackles and just eat? Well,
1: I, I learned my lesson. The very first cheat meal I ever did, I went for pizza. Yeah, and oh, I felt miserable for a week. T- it tore you up. Oh yeah, it was yeah. horrible. You know, I ballooned up. I mean, I just felt terrible. Um, So what I started doing was the next morning, you know, a lot of people go cheat that night. Yeah. I still wouldn't cheat the night. That's miserable. You know, we would get up the next morning and I would go get a ton of pancakes Mm -hmm. and steak, steak and pancakes. Wow. I'd go to like IHOP, get a big old steak and a side of pancakes and that perfect.
0: And that worked all good right. Carbs, good carbs,
1: yeah. good sodium. I'd fill up, feel amazing. It's like yeah. you know, you always look better the yeah, next day than you I did know. on
0: stage. I know, but yeah, there's not a lot
1: of people willing to take that chance. I, exactly, go that's to the IHop problem right before the show. <laughs> right, that's the problem. That is right. Yeah, but that was my go-to meal after all the other shows.
0: What was your behind? And it's just fun to learn like what different people do. What was your behind the the, the stage or about you know when you're pumping, you're getting ready to go out on stage? What was that one thing that you consumed? Because everybody's got something. Oh, yeah. to help get vast. More vascular right, right. or look more stage ready. What what was
1: that for you? Cherry pie cherry filling. Cherry pie. So those you little open things that can. You get can oh, you the know, can. Like, like the oh can. If you're gonna make a cherry pie. Yeah. And oh man, the you're sugars kidding. in yes, that thing. So oh high. wow, it was so high. Wow. I would do that and vascularity would
0: yeah pop pop just like that. I knew a guy that would do, uh, I think he would do like a tablespoon of honey and like drink half a beer. Like, oh, like. wow. I mean, just oh, some yeah. weird And maybe it was, maybe it was I, I two think, different guys. Oh, yeah. but <laughs> I
1: don't think the beer would bloat you, you know? It was but like, it was just a little <laughs> bit. Just enough, yeah. Just, just enough
0: just to get them, you know, it's just everybody's got something different. Oh, yeah. A cherry
1: know? pie filling. If you never heard that, cherry, oh, I've never heard that one. Oh, yeah. That's oh, a new it, one. It's amazing.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the Strong by Design podcast. If you find our show helpful in any way, please let us know by leaving a 5-star review on iTunes. Go to strongbydesignpodcast.com. Your review will help us reach more listeners and continue to change lives. Let's get back to the show. So, your your post bodybuilding uh, You got family. You know, kids are getting older, you know, and and you're getting older. Oh yeah, you're in your 30s. You're starting to feel that the, the you know father time is right. is working on definitely. You. So your approach to nutrition to, to and to training starts to shift, starts to change a little bit, right? In right? your 35 to 38 range, or, yeah, because or so. it
1: took the pain, you know, yeah. 32, 33, 34, um, and I'm still continuing. You know, I'm trying to lift heavy. I'm I'm trying to maintain my size. Actually, put on more size, you know. And uh, I've never been a big guy, you know. I'm a small frame person, so when I competed, I competed as a middleweight guy. So my mentality is I want to be a light heavyweight guy, you know. I don't want to compete, but I want to be that size. Yeah. And when you're doing that, I realized I was always in pain. My kids are young, and they want to go play basketball, and that's kind of what we did as a family. We were a basketball family. Okay. And uh, we'd all go play basketball together, and. I couldn't move, you know, my knees were hurting. Uh, My back, you know, if I'd had a squat day or deadlift day, my back would be fried. I'd be done for a few days and I couldn't play with my kids. Mm -hmm. So that led to not working out. So I didn't work out for a few months and then that led to weight gain, you know, and then feeling worse. It didn't make me feel better, you know. So it's one of those things that, I knew I've got to work out. It's ingrained in me. It's what I do. It's what I've preached my whole life. I, you know, the benefits, there's too many benefits to ignore. And, um, but I knew I had to do things differently. Yeah. So that's when I started kind of putting, you know, pin to pad and figuring things out and playing with things in the gym. And, uh, that led me to my Tricon training that I do. Yeah. So I do my Tricon training and I started messing around with that a little bit. And that took a few years to perfect, man. Yeah. But it, and, di- and really dial it in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So for the, for the listeners, uh, explain to them in a little bit more detail what Tricon is. It's, it's actually a very simple approach to, to lifting and to get incredible pumps, working with less loads, and, and, still, and still see those gains, those muscular gains. And so share with the listeners what a Tricon set looks oh, yeah. like.
1: Tricon actually stands for triple contraction. Okay, so everybody works in the, you know, you're moving the weight down, you're moving the weight up, and you're doing the eccentric on the way down, the concentric on the way up. Everybody ignores the middle contraction, which is isometric contraction. That's the third, you know, of the three contractions. Right. And I had done isometric work years ago every time I was trying to increase strength. Everybody knows about the strength benefits. So I started researching and figuring out how to make it work for hypertrophy, you know, time under tension, Mm -hmm. you know. And basically what my Tricon sets are, you're always starting, let's go, Tricon three, it's nine total reps. You're doing three explosive reps to start. So if we're going with the bench press, you're taking it nice and slow on the way down, exploding on the way up. That leads to that neural drive, that neural activation, you know, and also helps fire that system up and get ready for the Tricon sets coming up. So you do the three explosive and then you go into the Tricon reps and basically all you're doing there, bringing the weight down into the mid range and you're holding it for 10 seconds and you're contracting the crap out of that muscle as hard as possible.
0: So I love the bench press too, because everyone can visualize what a bench press looks like. Right. right? And especially for guys, everyone, oh every, yeah, every guy, definitely. Is, every guy who's wanting muscle has done the bench, right? Definitely. whether you're doing dumbbells or barbell, it's a great approach. So, so you got your three fairly, exp- you know, your explosive, explosive mm-hmm. slow down, explosive up. Then you got these mid-range isometric holds. So your Perfect. your elbows are at like about 90, Perfect. right? Yeah.
1: Whatever's comfortable for Whatever your Whatever's comfortable
0: yeah. for the shoulders. Holding. And by the way, you're working with a lighter weight here. Oh, yeah. This is a... I, you know, if, if I'm talking percentages, you know, wise, but this is what, like probably 40% of, oh, yeah, of your yeah, one rep max, 40 definitely. to 50% range. So if you, you know, if if you like to do like a set of 80, 80 pound dumbbells for like eight to 10 reps, we're talking like, go to like a 40 pound dumbbell. There you is, go. Is what we're Perfect. talking about. So, so you do the then you do these three isometric ten second count hold uh, reps, and then what are the final three reps?
1: Final three are super slow four second eccentric, so four second lowering the weight and four seconds raising the weight so that 's where the lactic acid really kicks in, which is where all the growth hormone benefits come from, and you're filling that muscle full of blood, so blood, oxygen, growth hormones, so you're really fueling that muscle and they'll super slow or tough. Yeah, I'll st- oh, yeah, yeah,
0: especially right after doing these 10 second holds. Exactly. Now you're now you're moving slowly four set counts on up, up and down right. and so you are, you know, you do one set oh, and yeah. you, you know you've done it. And I only know this just because I know lifting. I've been around it for so many years and watching you do it oh, yeah. in some of our YouTube content earlier today, I could just tell you know, and the
1: mind-to-muscle connection. Yes is is amplified exactly you that really gets turned on and you really learn the mind and muscle connection a lot of people tell me it's hard to get you know it's not going to be hard when you're there yeah you know it's 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 turning on and you're constantly focusing on contracting that muscle and that's where your joints are saved mm. not only less weight but you're doing less movements you know your your ligaments and tendons aren't having to stretch and contract as much either you know because you're maintaining those three isometric holds. That's still going to keep you in the sixty to seventy second range for optimal hypertrophy as far as time right. under tension.
0: Yeah, that's great, man. I, I love it. I'm going to have to t- implement that a little bit into my Definitely. weekly training with a, a few of the kind of the the core compound lifts. You Absolutely. know, like the, you know the, whether it's a bench, a deadlift, a squat, a pull up, you know, whatever. There's, oh, yeah. and you can you can make this happen with anything. You oh can yeah. do this with bicep curls. You can do this. With I, I have those too. Exactly. Air. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, this it's it's all about like like you said, you know, getting like max blood flow into the muscle area, really f- feeling connected to the, the muscle that's at work and working with these, you know, le- these less, uh, this less amount of weight that's less wear and tear on the joints and on the connective tissues, but still providing you with an, an incredible uh, contraction. Right. And, and, and so the time under tension principle is is so big. And so, necessary when it comes to
1: muscle growth. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So I, I love I love that concept and and I'm glad uh so I hope anyone listening like if you want to get away from all the heavy weights and all that pain associated with the you know oh, yeah. the, the, the cranky knees and the and the pissed off hips, yeah. and the shoulders that don't feel good when you put your arm up over your head or <laughs> oh, you yeah. you reach for something high and and you shouldn't as a man who's like forty fifty six years old, you shouldn't hurt to like reach up in the cabinet and get something down for all. your wife. Like, yeah, that shouldn't hurt, no, not at all, but if you're lifted heavy all the time, stuff hurts oh yeah, but working with these lighter loads. And doing this approach to training, you're still getting all those amazing benefits, but not Definitely. The, not the pain that comes as, as that side effect that we all can't stand. I want to switch gears because... You've been doing the same thing now for like eight years in in how you eat, right? And n- nutrition is obviously the other side of it, right? I mean, you, you got maybe the big, you said the big three, right? Oh, you yeah. got training, nutrition, and sleep. You know, and if all those three things are, are dialed in, you're you're probably going to make some great progress. Oh, definitely. Right? So what's, what's your nutritional uh, approach? uh, What's that look like over the last like seven, eight years since you've kind of come upon this?
1: Oh, definitely. Uh, Just briefly before I get into why I came upon it, but um, I had been doing this for so long and I had done so many different diets and every single thing I'd done in the past was a diet, you know? So people don't like to diet, nor should you have to diet for the rest of your life. And uh, that's the thing is, Men 40, 45, 50 need to realize there's still a lot of life left, you know? So you want to do something that's very sustainable, something that doesn't require a lot of thinking or calculating, mm. you know, which is one of the big things that people do now is they calculate everything they put in their mouth or having to keep it up, you know, on apps or whatever, however they're tracking it. Yeah. And so what I started doing, uh, initially was just carb cycling, you know, and carb cycling, it, it kind of depends on what your goals are. I was never a very out of shape person, but I would get the 15 pounds of fat that I needed to lose. Yeah, that's me. Okay, 15 pounds of fat. 15
0: pounds from where I prefer to be. Okay, so (laughs) if
1: I'm speaking to you, basically what that means is you would have three days of only fibrous carbs with your lean protein and with your essential fats. Okay, and the fibrous carbs, broccoli, asparagus, cauliflower, you know, mixed greens, all that type of all things
0: you know, I, I love. Good so deal. That's good. And
1: and you do those for 3 days, but your other four you still get good complex gluten-free carbs. So that's pretty easy to follow, right? No problem. I mean, the day you're eating your veggies, even if you do get tired of them. See, luckily you like them. Yeah. But there's people out there that don't, but you know, just tell yourself you're about to have a good carb meal tomorrow. You know, so it's easy to maintain. Right. And by doing something that simple, you're, you know, you're improving your insulin sensitivity, lowering cortisol levels. You know, we discussed this earlier with gut health and digestive issues. Yeah. All huge. of that's corrected. And the other big benefit is the hormone boosts that come along with it. That's the key for older guys. You're looking for more testosterone. You're looking for more growth hormone. You know, the higher t- uh, testosterone levels are, the lower your cortisol levels are. There's all these wonderful benefits yep. to doing it. Scientific
0: studies are showing that male hormone imbalance is a silent killer, contributing to conditions like stubborn weight gain, obesity, chronic fatigue, and lack of libido. It's time to begin supporting your body's natural testosterone, while at the same time, ridding your body of the excess estrogen that's dragging you down. Visit strongbydesigntdrive.com to find out how to naturally boost your testosterone. Let's get back to the show. Everybody's looking for what's the band-aid fix? What's the quick fix? What's right. the pill? What's the injection? What's the, you know, what can the doctor get me on? Oh, you yeah. know, and it's and I'm not saying that there's not a, ever a need for that. Right. You know, if you're going to a clinic and getting blood work done and finding out where you're at, and, yeah. you know, and and, and and I do that. And um, but there are things that you can do in your life, your life, the way you live, your lifestyle that can have great impact on your hormone
1: Function. Absolutely.
0: And, yeah. And you're not and on men's number one hormone, which is testosterone. That's yep. what, you know, just makes us feel like men. You know, that's what, what mean? makes and us men, that's you what know. Makes us men. Definitely. And, and, and science has proven that after 30, we're on the decline. Yeah. Some faster than others, but lifestyle has a great amount to do with this. Oh, absolutely. You know, if you're eating processed foods, if you're getting awful sleep, if you're drinking lots of alcohol, if you, know, if all, you add all these things up, it's only going to lead down, down that road of, well, your, your testosterone is going to go away a little oh, yeah. bit faster than Gary, because yeah. Gary's doing it the right way. Right. Gary's trying to optimize his hormone production.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So now people have the idea of like carb cycling kind okay. of- eating, eating more carbs are on the days where you're working out basically. Right. Is that how you do? So you're on more of like a three, four, like three days of. Yeah. Okay.
1: That's if you've got 15 pounds. Okay. Okay. Yes. All right. Now here, take somebody that has, I'm training somebody now and they've got 50 pounds. They need to lose just not to get lean, but to get healthy. Yeah. Okay. So they've got one complex carb meal a week. Oh, wow. Okay. So they're doing lots of veggies. So that's the thing with carb cycling. You can structure it around what your goals are, Mm -hmm. you know, and he's doing one big, but he'll have 500 carbs in one day. And guess what? He feels amazing. He's losing weight like crazy. He's doing awesome. And, uh, he's been on it eight weeks and he's lost about 32 pounds. Oh, wow. He's he's already over the halfway. Oh oh, man. He's close. And I mean, he's a different person. You know, when I first spoke to him on the phone, we were discussing kind of how I do things and um, he was down, depressed. I mean, you know, a different person. I talk to him now and oh my gosh, it's like talking to his brother or something, you know, he's pumped up, he's motivated, excited and completely different person.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: So he's really excited and he's, you know, what we'll probably end up doing here in another four weeks, because I do everything in four week phases Mm -hmm. is we'll give him a two day carbury feed. So he's on a five two. Right now he's what I call a six one, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh he'll be getting two days, a Wednesday, Sunday, you know, church days,
0: right, you know, sure. Wednesday, Sunday,
1: yeah. go out, have good food. And, you know, so he's looking forward to that and it's motivating him yeah. as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You got to have those little bright spots in, oh, yeah. in, in your week, you know, where Definitely. you have, you know, you start looking forward to like fruit or potato, <laughs> you know, and that's, absolutely. and those are, and those are still good, healthy foods. It's just about, you know, wh- what's your goal? you know, how much weight do you have to lose? And then it's good that, you know, somebody like you, like yourself, who has all this, this experience, can, you know, kind of just eyeball the situation, be oh, like, okay, yeah. hey, this is what you need to be on, at least for your first four weeks, right. and then we can change things up and make it a little bit more, you know, Definitely. a little bit more favorable for you. So for the person who just wants maybe to Stay where they're at. Let's just say maybe they're very happy where they're at, but they're getting older. Oh yeah, and you know they 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 do recognize that weight weight gain or weight loss is is different now in their forties fifties than it was in their twenties thirties. Oh, yeah. So what's a good what's a good approach for for that person who's just like more of a maintenance?
1: Okay, I've got a two step approach, mm. and I like to give them options. I'm all about carb cycling, but if there's somebody that like that. They can do the workout days. You know, typically you're going to be working out. If you're talking to me, that's what I'm going to make sure you you realize you have to work out. You want to do strength training, again, not for vanity, but hormone benefits. You know, you do strength training, you're going to get more testosterone, more testosterone, faster metabolism, all the things that are going to keep you healthy and happy. You that's know, right. so I preach that first. If they're doing three workouts a week or four workouts a week, then they can do their carbs around those days. And um, But if they say, you know what, carb cycling, I, j- I just don't want to do that, then intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. That's another tremendous uh, concept that people can utilize and get great benefits with. And you've you've
0: personally done like the 15-9 or the 16-8. Oh, yeah. Right. And I do both. And you do both.
1: I do both. I, I carb cycle with my intermittent fasting Yeah, and even better. Because like I said, I've never been a big breakfast eater. Mm-hmm. And if you can skip that one meal and like you mentioned, not get your midnight snacks in, then it's actually easy to follow. Yeah, You know, that's all you're doing, eliminating your late night snacks, your breakfast, and you're still going to get your lunch and, you know, two or three other meals. Yeah. You can still have three or four meals yeah. and just, you're going to still be healthy, so, still lose weight.
0: And, and you're, you're doing that four days a week, like Monday through Thursday, you Monday said.
1: through Thursday. And I, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'll just pretty much uh, eat everything that I want and uh you know see how that how i feel on monday
0: yeah but i something tells me you're not the guy that's going out and eating like crap
1: no no, no, you're not doing fast
0: food you're not doing all that you know every once in a while maybe you have a little something and you know that the kids are eating or something just as like a a treat or something that's a dessert food but
1: that's learn choices that you can have we'll go to a steakhouse i'll get a 10 ounce steak and a salad. You know, I love my salads. I'll eat my salad first and then I'll get my steak and do that. And steaks always, you can get them with broccoli, asparagus, green beans. Right. You know, some of those good choices. And my kids, my wife, they can get whatever they want. And I do that, you know, you go to another place, get some, some kind of grilled chicken somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, chicken, veggies, salad. I mean, you can still have those things, you know, baked potato, just put salt, pepper, eliminate all the junk that people right. put on no, it.
0: No loaded potato. Yeah. No just loaded potato. Dry baked potato. I'll take care of it. Myself. There you go. Yeah. Perfect. You know, yeah. so
1: that it's pretty simple actually. And, uh, but by doing it this way, here's the other thing I will share. People assume that if you eat perfect, you can never have a slice of cake. Guess what? My son just graduated from high school last week. When I get home, we're going to take him out and we're all going to have cake. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Right. That's another benefit of eating this way. When you eat good most of the time, you can still have those little indulges here and there. Right. And it's not going to hurt you. Yeah. You know, it'll be fuel. And I know in my mind, I'm about to go burn it off on Monday.
0: That's it. Thank you so much for listening to the Strong by Design podcast. If you're enjoying today's show, please subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Go to strongbydesignpodcast.com. Let's get back to the show. So for anyone listening and they're not 100% sure, maybe they don't have much experience with intermittent fasting or what that looks like, all that is, is you're having long periods of time where you're, you're not eating. So you you are centering this fasted state around your sleep, and then what it's doing is it's, it's helping your gut health, it's helping your anabolic health, and, and it's, it's just helping you to optimize your hormones. And actually, if you do it like you've been doing it consistently, it's actually you can really get into a nice pattern with oh, yeah. it, right? Because you're doing it for four days straight, but then you're taking a break from it for three days, you know? So, and there's different, some people I know do like a two day fast. Oh yeah. Uh, maybe that that would be a good, good, great way to start. Oh, if definitely. four yeah. days sounds like too much, start with like a Monday and a Thursday or something yeah. like that, you know, and just start to see like, how do I feel? You exactly. know, am I getting, and then implement a third day, you know? But if, if you want to start to make some change, I mean, you, it sounds drastic, I know for some people, but you know... If, if you're not happy where you're at physically, you got to, you got to try new things oh, definitely. and extreme diets, I'll tell you, are not the way oh, no. to do it. You know, where you're really you know, like, there's benefits to keto, but oh, I yeah. think keto is really hard long term right. for most people. Right. I think it works for some and it works fine for them, but I think that takes a particular yeah. type of, of person. I think for most people it's very hard to do any like carnivore diet or, you know, certain I think when you start to cut out certain foods, like oh, yeah. like you can't eat this anymore ever. Right. Like I think that's very, very hard for people. Like yeah. I can't eat fruit anymore. I can't ever have a potato. I can never yeah. have rice. I can never like, I, I think that's very, it's very, very hard to do long-term.
1: Yeah. And especially, like I said, if you're 40 years old, yeah, you've got 40 or 50 more years of life. Do you really want to go those years without ever consuming another carb? Right. You know, if you're somebody that can, then more power to you. Yeah. But there's so many more, you know, beneficial ways to do it. And the thing about the keto that, you know, if you're somebody severely overweight, I know they've proven there's benefits for severely overweight people, mm-hmm. um, people that, you know, have seizures epilepsy. I get it. If it's one of those situations, but most people aren't, you know, most people, they've got 30 or 40 pounds to lose. So what you have to start thinking is a little bit more long-term. You know, you start doing keto, you're going to drop all your glycogen and water and fat and muscle. You know, you start losing all of these things initially. So in your mind, you're seeing the weight move on the scale and you're excited, but you're setting yourself up for failure long-term you know, with all the damage that you're going to do to your metabolism. And then also once you start reintroducing some carbs, yeah, then your body's not going to let go of them, you know, just constant fat storage, right. you know, and I speak from experience because two of the seven shows I did was back when Atkins was around. Yeah. So this is cyclical. You know, yeah. this this keto round now, it was around 20 years ago when I was competing.
0: Just had a different name to oh, it. Oh,
1: different name, you know. And then everybody was following it. I probably put 70% of my clients on it. Yep. I tried it. I did two shows with it and those two shows I felt miserable, looked horrible, could not blow up, could not carve, nothing. Terrible, you know, and I felt very miserable. Wow, And, uh, so I learned from experience, not only through me, but through all of these clients I was training, you know, it's like, man, this is actually pretty cool. We're losing 25, 30 pounds, but then two months after, you know, they finish with me, they put that back on some even doubled. Yeah. You know, because, you know, it's, it's, you've got to do a very slow introduction to carbs and people aren't going to do that. No, you're it's, gonna, yeah, it's not long-term. I like
0: sustainability. Exactly. And, and that's where I feel like carb cycling approaches or some inter- intermittent fasting here oh, yeah. and there. I feel like that those are sustainable things because yeah. you're, you're, yes, you're still trying to eat cleaner in those windows where you're eating, right. and you're still trying to eat cleaner carbs when you're having carbs, you know? So y- you got to clean things up. But w- really what we're talking about is like omitting these processed foods, right? right. These artificial Absolutely. sweeteners and stuff yes. in, in, in our lives. I mean, I have even I'm a, i love my coffee in the yeah. morning. I'm a real coffee guy. So I do use a little bit of half and half, a little bit mm-hmm. of cream, and then I, I at least start doing just stevia, you know, so yeah, at least I don't feel like <laughs> like a complete, you know, jerk. Oh, yeah. But, I mean I'm having a couple cups of coffee. So I'm trying to at least do it the right way right. where I'm using at least something natural to sweeten it oh, without yeah. without having to use you know regular sugar or, or artificial stuff. Right. And but most of my day is water intake. You yeah. know, most of my day's water. Right. Uh, but you know, I like my morning cups of coffee and and every once in a while I try I've tried to eliminate too much late day coffee. because oh, Sometimes yeah. you need that extra boost. Yeah, you're but it's on gonna interfere with your sleep, which is so important. That's true. That's the problem. Absolutely. And it's also recognizing like g- good choice versus bad choice. You know, some people be like, Well, I all I did was have like a co- you know, a co- I didn't Eat. I had coffee, but like, what was in the coffee? <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: And then they have these five hundred calorie coffees at Starbucks or something. Right. You know, it's like, yeah. well, that's no. It'd been better if you had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Exactly. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. You know, like no, no, good nutrients from, in yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. No, a good choice from a bad choice, and 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 start to get these little. I've, I'm really big on little wins. Oh yeah. You know, replacing so a bad habit with a good habit. And kind of getting used to that new good habit in your life for like a two, three, four week period. Oh, yeah. And then go after the next bad habit, right? And start to get these little wins. And when you have these little victories, I feel like they build on each they do. other. They snowball. They do snowball. And yeah. then you feel more confident in, in change. Change is scary for people. Yeah you know, making change when it comes to their physical state or their mental state and, and stuff like that. So I know that's, uh, now get into a little bit more of, of, I mean, we talked about Tricon obviously, and we, we talked about eating to, to, you know, for, for the guys, especially oh, yeah. over 40 who can start to, to make those changes. What's like a typical week of exercise look like for you right now at this stage of your life, like from Monday to Sunday, Take us through what, what a, a structured uh, seven-day period looks like.
1: Four days a week is when I do my strength training. So Monday, Tuesday, I take Wednesday off. Thursday, Friday, have my weekends off with my family. So 45 minutes, I go intense with some uh, compound lifts, you know, and I've removed some barbell stuff. That's one of the other things I've noticed, you know, with lack of mobility and I do a lot of, I'll do deadlifts, but either with the trap bar, yep. never straight bar deadlifts anymore. Um Everyone's anatomy is so different. Yeah. You know, I want you to incorporate deadlifts, but do what's comfortable and do something you can do correctly without yeah. injuring yourself. Yeah. I
0: mean, you could do deadlifts with a kettlebell. Exactly. You know, kettlebell
1: deadlifts, you know, dumbbell deadlifts, trap bar deadlifts, you know, you, any of those three, I usually recommend uh, a form of a squat. I do a squat, but I love the goblet squat. Yeah. Great.
0: Great, great
1: for your hips. You know, it's one of those things. Not everybody can do a back squat correctly. So I typically go uh, goblet squat. I'll do a front squat. You know, if I'm working with somebody, it's the same way. I start them on a goblet and we'll go to a front, then possibly a back, Mm -hmm. you know, and I do the same thing. And, um, I do my bench presses on dumbbells. You know, I seldom do barbell bench press anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want a shoulder injury. Yeah. You know, you're locked into a specific movement pattern when you're doing barbells. And when you get older, you do have little injuries. That's where the wear and tear we discussed earlier, yep. they're there whether you're feeling them yet or not. Yeah. You know, there's minor inflammation yeah. in all of our joints. Yep. So by changing wrist posture, you know, going neutral grip on bench press, it eliminates a lot of those elbow and shoulder issues. Yeah. So something so minor can make such a big difference. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. And then back work. I still do a lot of, uh, I'll do a type of uh, pull down. You can either do a pull-up. A lot of older guys can't do pull-ups. Right. I know you've done a, an assisted with the band ex- yeah. instructing how to do that. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, so I usually recommend a type of back, but neutral grip as well. Yeah. You start going over, you get locked in, you either start hurting your elbows or shoulders. And older guys are so many that have elbow issues. Mm. You know, golfers' elbow, tennis, yeah. tendonitis on one side, and they side. take
0: forever to go away. Oh, they do. Once, yeah, it's they're inflamed, it, oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just it can take months uh, to go away, and and you feel like <laughs> if, if it's miserable because you have to stop doing what you love, right. And 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 then start to do other things, and oh, it's too soon. I can't, I can't push it. I I can feel it. It's coming. You know, I got to do these corrective movements. You know, to help. I got to rest more than I want to rest. Oh, and, yeah. It, it's really tough to get over. Definitely. The, those chronic uh, pains. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But my structure, what I'm doing, just go into mine. I kind of went off on that a little bit, but yeah. mine. I will do a all push on Monday, so you know I'll do chest, shoulders, and tries. Yeah, and then I'll do my pull stuff on Tuesday. I'll take Wednesday off, and actually Thursday I actually use for a mobility day. Nice. So I like to stretch, loosen up, warm up. It's a workout in itself if you're doing it correctly. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, and then Friday I'll do a little complex. So I'll do one chest, one back, one shoulder. So I do a whole little complex of exercises again for the hormonal benefits. the mm-hmm. compound lifts. Yeah. So that's how I do it.
0: So that becomes that's like a total body day, basically. Total yeah. body you've day. Done your you push. You done your pull. You got your rest. You got yeah. your mobility. M- Multi joint movements. All you
1: know, on that day you're not doing barbell, you know, barbell curls and stuff like that. You're doing some of the the bigger lifts. Yeah. And not heavy. Yeah. But I'll typically do a lot of tricon stuff on that day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So and then your weekends. It's just active recovery, recovery, basically. Exactly.
1: Walking, maybe
0: with the family, going for a bike ride, going for a swim, going for a hike. Yep. You know, whatever it is, you know, outdoor activity oh, yeah. that's fun for you. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we're out with the dogs, the kids. Yeah. You know, just completely recovery. Yeah. You know, and then eating. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I I refuel on my days off. Yeah. And I get to enjoy my food. And again, it's I'm talking pro, not processed foods, but clean foods, yeah. processed foods. Yeah. So I'm still eating good.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the Strong by Design podcast. If you find our show helpful in any way, please let us know by leaving a 5-star review on iTunes. Go to strongbydesignpodcast.com. Your review will help us reach more listeners and continue to change lives. Let's get back to the show. The consistency is so huge too cuz you Definitely. know people are People start to throw in the towel. They get frustrated after like a two-week period or a three-week period. They're not seeing results. Oh, it's yeah. like if you want lasting results, you got to go more big picture. Go 30, 60, 90. Right. Go th- where were you at 30 days? I promise you if you're consistently doing something – to, to benefit your health, there's going to be some change oh, in yeah. 30 days. Then go 60 days, then go 90, Definitely. like have realistic landmarks to reach these goals. Absolutely. But, but I love some of that. And I'm a huge, it, this is something that I talked about with John Hansen uh, who was here some months back and he's all over our YouTube channel. <laughs> and, and we've done some, a lot of work with him over the years. He's 55 years old in great shape. And he talks about, he only trains four days a week. Oh, yeah. Devotes a lot of time to rest and to recovery. Talk a little bit more about the importance of sleep. I'd like to just kind of close with, with oh, yeah. how, how vital that is for not overtraining and just making the most of your training and then making the most of your your
1: sleep time. Okay, definitely. That is usually the number one recommendation I give first. Let's correct that first because in today's society, it's so fast-paced electronics. I mean, you're just, people are sleeping less, you know, and when they are sleeping, they're not getting quality sleep, Mm. you know? So sleep is so important for older guys because of the hormones and just recover. You need to rest. You need to repair. Your muscles need to repair. Your whole body needs to replenish. There's so many benefits when you're sleeping. That's when growth hormone levels go up. Testosterone levels grow up again, the things that make us a man. Yeah. And so typically with sleep, what I always recommend is shut down the electronics, Even phones. A lot of people just assume that's only turn the TV off and they go hang out in their bedroom and they're still going through social media or going through their phones. And you've got to get away from that at least an hour. That's typically what I do. Give yourself at least an hour away from all of that. And I like comfort. So, if you're somebody that needs it cool, make sure your room that you're sleeping in is going to be cool. Yeah. Make sure it's dark. You know, I'm a fan person. I've got to have my fan on. Man, that noise almost like, puts me to
0: sleep. It's like it's like it's like you're describing me. <laughs> oh,
1: see, there you go. The yes, older way. guys. My man. wife and
0: I, we got our fans on each side oh, of the room. That's us. Yeah. The blackout curtains. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, that's when you get your best sleep. Yeah. You know, the REM sleep, rapid eye movement sleep, is, yep. you know, when all the benefits happen. Yep. So that's what I recommend for guys. You get your, I like eight hours. If you get seven to nine, yeah. you're you
0: you're great. Yeah, different strokes for different folks. Exactly. Some people feel refreshed after seven. But exactly. I, I can tell you from experience as a, a 43-year-old guy, I, I, I just don't feel quite right if it's less than seven. Oh, not at all.
1: Yeah, I feel I, it too. I'm right I feel with it. You.
0: And I'm not perfect, by the way. I, I mean, no one's perfect, right? But I, I've been the guy that's scrolling through Instagram, And and in my the little voice in my head's going what what are you doing oh yeah why are you still up why are you scrolling right now what are you looking at is this helping you like all these little things like and and you're still it's like yeah I know I should stop yeah I know I should stop I know it's like and some nights it's great because you know my wife is much she I don't say requires more sleep but she makes the, the 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 wise choice to just shut it all down and go to bed right. And I should just follow her lead a little bit more often. (laughs) And I have been lately. And I'll tell you, man, what a difference. I just kind of like naturally wake up between six and seven in the morning. That's perfect. Yeah. Because I went to bed between 10 and 11. Right. And I I got my seven to eight hours and I feel good. And I'm like waking up naturally. Oh, yeah. Without an alarm. This isn't every time. It's amazing. Like, even (laughs) though I know that's when I feel my best. Yeah it doesn't always happen that way, right? Sometimes as a, as a dad with younger kids, you know, they're asleep, the house is quiet. It's like, I'm gonna soak up this- Right, like,
1: that's your time, this th- for you. Solo yeah.
0: time, you know? And right. sometimes I soak up too much. Right. So, and I know there's somebody listening. It's the same <laughs> way, right? We just find dumb things. Right. You know, even if it's something that's that's good, maybe we're reading something, you know? But it's our, our time after 10 o'clock is best spent pretty much oh, yeah. winding down and getting into bed. Right. And uh, so don't stay up late watching Netflix shows mm-hmm. and all that stuff. I'm guilty of it, but I, I'm aware of it. Right. And I know when I get away from that and just hit off on the television, you know, get the coffee ready for the next morning, you know, get the dog out to pee, <laughs> do goes. all that. Because that stuff takes time too. You know, I'm still getting to bed at 10.30, even though 10 o'clock the oh, TV yeah. went off. And then it takes another, you know, ten fifteen minutes just to you know breathe and relax and fall asleep you know so you got to have a process that that sets you up for success when it comes to your hormones and the performance that you want in the gym oh yeah and you know cutting out the the late night alcohol that's mm-hmm. not going to help right i mean there's so many the late night sugar oh yeah you know like there's just so many variables there yeah and just pile on those little victories you know yeah. go to bed at, at night as many nights a week as you can without having a treat. Right. Go to bed as many nights a week oh, as yeah. you can without a beer. One day you know, at a time, one, yeah. It's one day at a time. You know. Or if, or if you always have to have one beer, yeah. or always have to have a beer when you get home from work, just try and have one instead of three. Right. You know, try to just scale back a little bit. My problem, and I'll just, you know, we all got our issues, right? Oh, yeah. My problem's overfeeding myself. I have a big appetite. Yeah. Even if I'm eating something good, I have too much of it. It's right. like reduce the helping a little bit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Give yourself that twenty minutes for your body and your your brain and your gut to recognize I'm satiated now. Perfect. Because how many times do we just eat? <laughs> we eat we eat, our eyes are bigger than our stomach. Oh, yeah. And then we've eaten more than we need, and oh, then yeah. we feel the full effect. rather than I it's almost better to like eat to where you're just about satisfied, right. maybe have a big glass of water, and then just take a break. Exactly. And then guess what? You'll probably be fine in like 10 more minutes. Oh, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: One of the reasons I do my salads, you know, I'll do a big bowl of salad first and then drink 16 ounces of water with it. Yeah, yeah. And by the time my food's out, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's a lot of food. You know, it looks a lot more yeah. than it actually is. And I always start eating my protein first. That's the other thing, you know, you know, a big deal of mine is with the glycemic index. People made a big deal about it for so many years, but- that changes when you're consuming it with other foods in our body. You know what I mean? So if you start eating a, a steak, for you know, example, you eat three or four bites of steak, then you eat potatoes or something, it's completely different. Yeah, It's, you know, it's not a high glycemic carb anymore. Right. It's funny how that works. Yeah. It yeah. is funny how oh, that yeah, works. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know. There is a but method all,
0: to the madness. Oh, yeah.
1: All, all those foods were tested by themselves, consumed by themselves you know, during a fast to see what kind of insulin spikes, blood glucose, and all that you know, would create... Well, eat your protein first. I eat my salads first. Drink my water; it satiates me. Then I eat a little bit of protein first, and then I'll start eating the rest of my food. Mm-hmm. You know, together. So yeah, it's another little tip. These are,
0: these are yeah, these are great tips, and and these are just things that as as men and, and as any you know anybody, any woman listening too. I mean, these are all great tips for them as well to optimize their hormones. Definitely, you know, you got to keep these things in check because you know, as as we get older, things can start to, you know, you get the decades are piling on at this point, right? So things that your body could just like, just like be like, no problem in your 20s, right? Oh, like yeah. you could eat crappy food in your 20s and still be fit, yeah, still feel fine, still have good energy. But when you get into your 40s and your 50s, and these hormones are starting to you know, not be oh, favorable. Yeah. Like men's estrogen levels are are climbing, oh, yeah. right? You know, women are, you know, maybe having menopausal response to things. Like yep. these are, we got to start to do things that help help us, uh, you know, optimize. We're, we're the 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 point in our life that we're at, right? And it really it comes down to to the nutrition, little victories there, and 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 the exercise approach to have the healthy joints and yep. and the quality of sleep and all these things. And um, you know, I, I hope this has benefited uh, anyone listening right now because it's it's always great reinforcement for me too, oh, yeah, to have these definitely. conversations. And yeah. hey, somebody your age, a little older, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it it yeah. Gary's got a, a couple-year head start on me, <laughs> so... um i really enjoyed uh, talking with him today and learning from him today, and, and some of these uh, fantastic approaches that are obviously working for him. Uh, just super fit, super uh, you know, upbeat, great mindset. You know, a, a godly man, a great dad. I'm sure.
1: Oh yeah, a great husband,
0: 23 yeah, yeah, years, I, 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 right? Yeah, so definitely. these are these are things that are obviously working well in his life. So it could absolutely benefit you in your life. So uh, wonderful having you. Thank you so oh, much. Uh,
1: enjoy being yeah. here so much, man. It's been a real Appreciate treat.
0: It. To have you on the show today, and thank you so much for listening to the Strong by Design podcast. We, we our mission is just to bring amazing content to you every single week that helps your mind, your body, and your spirit. And uh, we believe that you are strong by design. And and uh, so we just so much appreciate you. And we'll talk to you next week. God bless. Thank you so much for listening to the Strong by Design podcast. If you found value in today's episode, please subscribe so that more people can find out about our show. Plus, you don't want to miss any future episodes with the amazing guests and topics we have lined up for you.